Welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast, two work-from-home entrepreneurs who are laughing their way through parenthood. Our podcast guest this evening is a mom to 15. 12 of those are backyard hens. One (laughs) is Short Stack, the French Bulldog. And two are of the human variety, a baby girl named Flora and baby number two on the way. Audrey and Sam live in Texas and are pretty much the most adorable couple you have ever laid eyes on. Mm-hmm. She is an amazing artist who creates beautiful pieces, commissioned art, and also has a print shop on Etsy, all while staying grounded and humble. You are. Yes, You're please a welcome Audrey DeFord. Audrey DeFord, ladies and gentlemen. You guys make me sound way better than I actually No. Well, that's that humble crap we're talking that's about. See, she's just trying to prove to you that she's kind of I haven't written a book humble. like most of your other guests. She hasn't. How many books have you um, authored? So I've written zero. <laughs> well, and zero uh, aspirations. Right? No. <laughs> well, we cannot wait to dive into your story. But first, of course, we have to thank our amazing sponsor. Our sponsor for this today. This episode is brought to you by Crocheting. Crocheting. Oh yeah, so Um, I just can't believe how these keep lining up so perfectly. So with perfectly, our it's so weird because crocheting called us. Yeah, and they Those were like, guys. "We want to sponsor you," and we're like, "This is so weird because Audrey's launching like launching a baby bonnet, head, baby baby bonnet, bonnet. company. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's called baby head bonnet um, bonnet. It's head bonnets, bonnets for heads. Yeah, bonnets for heads for babies. That's the tagline: baby bonnet heads. <clears throat> Is crocheting. that the you're going with? Yeah, baby bonnet head. <laughs> crocheting. <laughs> it should be really searchable on Google. Tag, tagline. Crocheting. Baby bonnet head. <laughs> Making. Okay, crocheting, do you do it? Um, I I learned when I was little, and my grandma taught me, and I can Aww. crochet a pot holder in one long string. I cannot do that even. You're not I, missing out on much. Oh, I used to man. crochet at recess, and all the teachers were like, ah. You used to crochet recess. Okay, so we need some (laughs) taglines for crocheting. Okay, Audrey, Uh, hop in. I'll go first. I'll go first. Crocheting. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Crocheting. Oh, like knitting? That's good. Kinda. What if if crocheting, I'm going to make him a person. What if he's like, it's a common misconception. (laughs) It is. I think it is. (laughs) Nothing like knitting. It's not. What if it's Knitting's two long needles. Crocheting's one needle in your hand. What? (laughs) That's the tagline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crocheting one needle in, in your, your hand, hand. <laughs> <laughs> um right that's pretty yeah that's correct. i'd say that's that does it thanks crocheting well, wait you got anything you got mm, one not a tagline but my husband looks over at me every night and he says look at me look at you my wife crocheting into her 30s <laughs> i think that's a tagline <laughs> that's okay. cute crocheting look in- at you my wife crocheting, crocheting into, into your 30s, your 30s. <laughs> oh, 30 thanks. going on 80 Thanks, crocheting. Yay. Thanks, crocheting. Okay, so let's cover the basics. Yeah. We want to know where you live and how old are you and what your job is. I live in McKinney, Texas, which is about 30 miles north of Dallas. Born and raised in Texas. Um, what was the other job and how old? Yep. Well, I'm 29, crocheting into my 30s. <laughs> and um, my job is I work from home and I'm my own boss. Which sometimes doesn't make you that much money, but it is really fun. Um, Like Shaylee said, I own an Etsy shop. I do freelance artwork, mostly watercolor, and your work is beautiful. I know. I feel like we need to take a moment. I feel like sometimes the term artist can be thrown around. (laughs) She means it. I like like, she's legit. (laughs) Like if I painted on a Saturday afternoon, and I used the term artist. I feel You'd like be wrong. it would be not <laughs> correct for myself, but like you're uh, accomplished, studied in like Italy. I, well, no. Did I make that? I up? did. <laughs> I did live in Europe, but I didn't study art there. But I mean, I, did you paint while you were there? <laughs> that Hardly at all. She studied in Europe. Work with us, Audrey. I was too busy she was. You may have heard of um, Michelangelo. <laughs> she was his I apprentice. I studied under him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did see the Sistine Chapel. You count, uh, count it. Count it. <laughs> and Sam almost got thrown out for taking a photo. <gasps> Jonathan took a photo when Sam. we saw it too, and I was so sweaty. Oh my gosh. They, they get just, you. Did they herd you through like cattle? Yes. And then you they, get there, and then you're like, this isn't how I thought it would be. <laughs> this is so fun, because all three of us have been there. Uh. <laughs> You have, right? Nope. Oh, you've been to France. Close enough. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's Europe. Also, Wait. how do you know Shaylee? 
Yeah. Oh. We just okay. met on the front porch and it was great. It we was hugged electric. It, out. it was electric. <laughs> it was electric. Well, Shaylee and I met probably. Was it Tessa's wedding? It could have been Tessa's bachelorette party. So okay, that's oh, that's, Hi, yeah, that's even better. Hi Tess. Hi Tess. Tessa. Thanks for introducing Hi, Tessa. us. I call her Tess because we're casual. Oh, okay, she doesn't know her, for the record. Mm. But it's casual. Casual. My husband Sam lived in Springfield, Missouri, growing up here, and so I came up with him for um, his sister Tessa's wedding, and yeah. Shaylee and I met at the bachelorette party. Yeah, we were like. 19. We were 19. And it got crazy. <laughs> did it? It, it was crazy. It. I think I'm we like, had sushi. I doubt we it. We did have sushi. <laughs> oh, it involved crazy. sushi. Was yeah. some of it uncooked? It was uncooked. <laughs> we tasted a piece of sushi. You're wild. No, actually, I think it was all cooked. <laughs> it was all cooked. It was like the fried on It was on not sushi. Time. Because it's irresponsible to risk salmonella. If you're 19. Remember that, kids. Except when you're pregnant, then eat all the sushi you want. Eat, eat all, all the sushi, sushi you want. You want. Which um, I definitely do also right, right um and then audrey since then has painted like all of my dogs in my house no they're You've beautiful. got cute dogs thanks that you you painted them very cutely as well um so that's how you know Jaylee. yeah okay. all right so we want to pick your brain today because you we think you're very brilliant you're not only pretty but you're very she's really pretty <laughs> she's really pretty <laughs> I text Katie and I was like, Audrey's my girl crush. Can we interview her? <laughs> Guys, can I get I just want to point out, month? I don't want to, I don't want to embarrass you, Shaylee. Uh, I feel like it's a safe it. place. Can it's you a safe place. Shaylee? Katie said, I might cut my hair. And I was like, my friend Audrey could cut her hair. And then I sent her a before picture and an after picture of your haircut. <laughs> That's not what I was going okay. with, but also I just cute. threw that out there. Um, also no, embarrassing. <laughs> Shaylee is normally like, it's podcast night. This is a license to kind of like. Dressed down and, you know. Wear my jeans and tinnies. Wear jeans and some tinnies. But then tonight, tonight, tonight I was start. like, well, you're awfully dressed up. <laughs> hmm, is that lip over? Shaylee, you look so nice. Thank you. I put makeup on. Yeah. I Your skirt is I'm you. like, are you nervous? No. Audrey and I are best friends. <laughs> Audrey is true. We do everything She takes me as I am. Um, no, but we've been kind of long distance friends, so I feel like it's yeah, like, you had a baby, I mean, let's see each other one time. It's been like nine years. Yeah. Wow. Ten okay. years? Maybe, Maybe ten years. And she's been in a couple projects Guys, for us. happy ten year anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Could you. Could you leave Katie and give us a minute? Sure. Okay. I feel like, should we bring out the should. cake? Yeah. <laughs> I'll come get the cake. Go get us a cake. Okay, so... Um, we want to talk to you about a topic you're passionate about, which is called our capacity as humans, That's especially deep. as this relates to social media and screen time. And I love this topic. I love it. I'm not kidding. I'm going to geek out with you. Katie's passionate. <laughs> Yay! Passionate. And, uh, I want to hear what you're And I feel saying. convicted by it, so I don't like the topic because I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> no, what? I just want to look at Instagram. Yeah. Well, if you didn't click through to listen to this, you might be on board with Shaylee. And if you did click through, it means you were on social media. So get off and go do something with your life. I'm just kidding. But after you're done listening <laughs> to the podcast. And then, yeah, after you support all our businesses, right. and buy some crochet bonnets. Buy some crochet <laughs> on bonnets Instagram. on Instagram. And then, And then yeah. get off. And then get off social media and go use that bonnet at the park. The first question would be, start off with just kind of your story to how this became something that you were like interested in or yeah. thought through a lot. Okay, yeah. Um, about... Three, I would say probably, it's probably been more than that. Probably four or five years ago, I started by deleting my Facebook. And I had gone on little Facebook hiatuses, plural, before, <laughs> um, for, you know, extended periods, maybe a month or two months, just to see how it was and if I would really miss it. And I found that at the end of each of those, I really didn't miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it ended with me just finally deleting my account. Can I pause for a second? Pause. Why did you think you needed to take a break in the first place? Well, it, the feed filled up, my Facebook feed filled up, and anyone who's on Facebook, maybe this is still the problem. But I was going to say, we probably are all in pain right now. All of what? Facebook. Oh, yes. It, it, it's probably gotten worse. But it would just fill up with things like going to coffee with my great aunt at two from people that I hadn't seen in 10 to 15 years right. and had zero real relationship my with. <laughs> it was so random specific. stuff. Or yeah, here's a picture of me and all my cousins. And 
if I haven't seen you in, since I was six or seven yeah. and I have no living relationship with you, I feel like it was actually um, detracting from even that person, like from my relationship with that person, from my understanding of that person. I was just getting these little glimpses. Um, and I was feeling cluttered, like my head was feeling cluttered. You know mm. that feeling where you, you feel like you have to get through the whole feed or you're missing out on something? Yes. So I would feel that and have to scroll through the whole feed. And by the end of it, I was just like, ugh. Right. I didn't want to know any of that stuff. Right. And now it's all in my head and I don't know what to do with it. And I don't feel like I know the person know the person any better for it. And so that I think that culminated to the point where I was like, why don't I just delete it? I'll just delete it. And if it's horrible and I miss it, then I can reactivate. And so I deleted it with that intention. And it's been, I think, at least four or five years. Wow. I don't know. It might have been right before I got married, which that's five years. What if that great aunt now has passed away and you didn't know about it? You know what? I don't need to know about it. (laughs) That's really true. I don't need to know about it. And so I I think a lot of times intimacy is cheapened in our culture because we're privy to all of these minor details of someone's life Mm. that they feel they should post and isn't wrong for them to post. But I only need to know that about people that I'm intimate with, that I have a relationship with. Mm -hmm. So I was feeling, I think, the pressure that my own community was cheapened, um, those people were cheapened, and their communities, their intimate intimate relationships by me like peering in, even into something they were inviting me into by posting. Um, It just, it felt a little bit too intimate for me to know those things, even though it was coffee with my great aunt and right. stuff that no one would mind sharing. Um, so that led me then to um, deleting my Twitter a couple of years later because Twitter was fun for a while, but then it just felt like something I needed to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a visual person, visual artist, like we talked about. So Instagram has been the one thing that has remained, but I have been on a journey with that as well. So let's hear that. Yeah. So. That's my one social media account that that persists, that has held on. And I've gone through seasons of feeling like, oh my goodness, this is so unhealthy. I feel um, overwhelmed by all this information, or I feel like I need to post something for a reason that probably isn't right or isn't healthy. Mm -hmm. And so I've experimented over the past few years with just going off of Instagram for months at a time or for... um, a month at a time or a period of weeks Mm -hmm. and that's been really healthy um but then I always come back to I really actually do miss Instagram I like the visual nature of it I like curating um, a space Mm -hmm. of photos and so I don't want to scrap the whole thing like throw the baby out with the bathwater Mm -hmm. because I feel like this is a really great free uh, marketing tool for a business right uh, for my art and and I just enjoy it so Mm -hmm. I remember being, we were at an event that we were both working in Florida and mm-hmm. you had told me, you knew you were, or you were pregnant, but you didn't know it yet mm-hmm. with Flora. And we were talking about like babies and neither one of us had oh, any babies. Yeah. Neither one of us were pregnant that we knew of. And you were like, I'm thinking about going off social media. And we talked about it really mm-hmm. briefly. And I was like, please don't. Like, <laughs> I'm never going to see post, you. But it's like our, like the way I can like see things yeah. of you or whatever. Um, and I remember you didn't, but you don't post a lot, yeah. But do you feel like Instagram, since unlike Facebook, you have to follow each other, like your yeah. friends, and it's like you see all my stuff, I see all your stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. Instagram's more like you can only follow the people that you choose and only see what mm-hmm. you choose to see, and it's not as, I guess, big of a deal if someone follows you and you're not following them yeah. back, type thing. I think that's really helpful because I can, yeah. I, I think. There's way more people that follow me than I need to follow. Like, I think I follow around 100 and something. Mm -hmm. And I probably will um, go through in the next month or so and and kind of... cut me. (laughs) It sounds so bad to to cut people. But even, like, sometimes I really (laughs) enjoy not following someone on social media because it forces me then to catch up with them in real life and make an effort to call or to text. So if I don't follow you on social media... It's yeah. not because I don't like you. It actually might be because I like you more. But if you don't get a call of how you're doing, though, then it is. <laughs> then I'm just you. I don't, <laughs> I don't like you. I just <laughs> or I'm just lazy. But no, I that's think, good. That's yeah, good. I think what you're talking about when we we talked there in Florida, that was kind of a turning point for me. I was feeling, oh my gosh, this has really gotten unhealthy. I feel this pull deeper and deeper into affirmation from other mm-hmm. people and curating something that's beautiful for maybe. To, to help out with my self-identity. Um, 
so you were really like I was probably going to delete it that week. Um, but I talked to my husband a little bit through that and he said, maybe don't do anything extreme because I am an extreme personality. Like Girl, if I feel too. a certain way, it's done. It's yeah, out. Like we're getting evil. rid of it. Yes. Um, and so sometimes that isn't good because you don't find, you don't find how to live in the tension. Right. But I think I found for Audrey how to live the tension. I love Instagram. This. Let's the hear it. Audrey steps to becoming a balanced Instagram. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I think we found our title. For <laughs> that is good. That is good. And you so know, let's hear it. Let's. I want to hear the specifics. I'm excited. You want to yeah. hear the specifics? Okay. And this probably won't work for everyone. And I had to go through a period of trial and error mm-hmm. before I got to the sweet spot of what works. And I think I can articulate a little bit now why it works. That's what At I was going to say. Explain kind of how you even find the right balance for yeah. you. Um, well, I started with going off for like 10 weeks. And okay. and then I thought maybe I'll just delete the whole thing. And then I was on every single day. And so none of those were it. Um, but slowly, <laughs> slowly and surely, I, I found that what works for me is to have Instagram days where I'm on and then days where it's completely off limits where I don't even open the app it's just a non like it's not an Instagram day so I'm not going to get on I'm not going to check anything I'm not going to feel the pressure to post a picture do you like accidentally do it because I feel like I feel so I check it so much that like my (laughs) hand automatically just like opens at first yes and that's part of what I wanted to break because I found myself habitually opening opening the app so I'd be stopped at a red light and oh let me uh-huh. take out my phone and I need to scroll oh, through. I don't need to scroll through. I can just wait at the red light. Like we all did mm-hmm. for scores of years before, <laughs> right, right. before Instagram came out. But I found the habitual checking is something that yeah. I wanted to rid myself of, but I felt so it was a habit. It was like addictive. I couldn't, yeah, it was, a, mm-hmm. it was addiction. Um, so what works for me is Instagram on days and then Instagram off days. And my rhythm is Mondays, Thursdays, and then usually I'll choose one weekend day, are Instagram on days. Mm-hmm. So three days a week, I'm on. Four days a week, I'm off. And sometimes that'll fluctuate. Like sometimes I'll, I'll choose, like if I'm doing a project or a giveaway or something mm-hmm. that I need to be more um, on, then I'll do four days on and three days off. And it, at first it was really challenging because I had to break that habit. Um, but what I found pretty quickly is it broke the habit. Because you have, you're not doing something every day, so the habit fell off probably within the first two weeks. Um, and then the other thing, I think I mentioned earlier with Facebook, I always felt this need of like, okay, with Instagram, I need to like catch up on my feed, who's posted something. Mm-hmm. And, and even if I didn't care about necessarily what people were posting, I felt like I was missing out. Like I needed right. to get on the app because life is going on without me, mm-hmm. and I need I need to know what's going on. Yeah. So I'm not the, the kid that's missing out on the birthday party. Right. And I wanted to break that in mm-hmm. me too. And so for me, limiting my days on and and being intentional about days off, it took care of both of those problems. So now if you're not caught up, you don't feel the, the need to catch up. Yeah, you're I don't You're just kind of giving up on catching up because yes. there's no way you can see I'm taking it, it away from myself. Like you don't get to catch up and the desire to be caught up diminished really yeah. quickly. Yeah, mm. and, and the di- so the weeks or months that I say, oh, I don't need to limit myself. I don't need to put yeah. the self-discipline in place. I'll be fine. I've learned my lesson. And if I go back to being on whenever I want or every day, those the habit quickly right picks back. back up. Yep, and I need, to, I need to be in the know. I need oh to be gosh, in the know. Oh, my gosh, like a drug addict. It, it sadly is. It's exactly it is. It's so I find myself sitting on the couch at night if we're, like, going to watch a show or something, and Jonathan will be like, I'll be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. And if, like, I don't have my phone within reach, <laughs> I start getting, With like, drawls. this physical, like, where's, where my, is phone? It? where's my phone? <laughs> I, can't I can't see her. Alone. I can't see her. Like, I need to be checking Instagram. And my hands get all fidgety. And then I think, like, oh, no. <laughs> this like, is probably a problem. This is not good. As I'm finding my phone and, like, I feel better. Oh, I feel better now. Oh, like, scratch uh, that itch. Stories. There's a whole new world of information. Oh man, stories. what? How overwhelming is that? It's overwhelming. Sorry. And I stories. heard there was a talk I heard this weekend at the brewery board, and the presenter Seth was saying that 90 percent of the information oh, I know. that exists in the world has been created in the last two years. Oh no. So with all of the photos oh. and, every, oh, and I think no. I said something to stories. Jonathan about not having like a video of like. Ah. 
Opal, like, we don't have enough videos of her. And he's like, there are more images of our daughter than I have of me to <laughs> 31 in my entire so life, true. like, up to it's this day. And true. I was like, you're right. There will be days I'm like, oh, I forgot these 37 pictures I took of her in that one outfit. <laughs> and like, she's in the same post, but they're different. Right. But I can save a bib on it. How do you one? delete your child? You can't delete them. No. It's horrible. If her face is completely blurry, I delete. <laughs> but <laughs> back to the topic. So more information. Yeah, there's just way more yeah. information. And I think it really is something that I think right now, Jonathan has never been on social media and he's just mm. now getting into like posting videos and stuff do for it, our Jonathan. business. <laughs> Don't yes, do he's it. like turning, he's, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but once you get a taste. Like more of marketing type uh, projects for our mm-hmm. business. He's posting like travel videos. Right. So it's just on our business page and whatever. But now I'm like, I can't pick days that I go off because he'll be on. And what am I supposed to do? Just sit there while he's on? And it's like, yes. <laughs> but I can't, like, fathom it. So I feel like I'm going to have uh-huh. to try it now after this. It's challenging so, at first. But so I want to know why you chose the days that you did. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I started. So Friday, Sam and I take our Sabbath. So we rest. We try not to book anything on that day. He's mm, a pastor, good. so, so Sunday. Sam's an amazing <laughs> worship pastor. He is. He's he's just a compassionate and you pastor, guys are on staff and he sings. Yeah, at a yeah. church. Which one? It's called the Park Church. We helped plant it with two other couples about five years ago, mm-hmm. and so Sam is one of the three pastors there, and he does lead worship on Sundays. But because Sunday is a work day for us, um, ah. we chose Fridays. He, so the guys have Friday off, the, the guys that are on staff of the church. And so we, we set that aside as our Sabbath. So we try not to schedule anything if we can't help it. Um, we also put our phones away, no screen time, um, and try to just be really intentional with the day and, and resting. So that can look like resting at the park or resting by doing uh, planting a garden or, or anything that brings us rest. We try to focus on that. So that was my starting structure for the week. I knew I wasn't going to be on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday is, uh, I, I love like jumping up and getting to work on Monday. And by that, I mean starting at like 10 when the baby goes down for a nap. <laughs> yeah. um, so I wanted Monday to be an on day because I just wanted to hit the ground running. So if I needed to post anything or updates with the Etsy shop or my art, that would be a good day to do it. Um, and then I just kind of wanted to stagger. So I wasn't going to be on very many days in a row because mm-hmm. I knew that's what is going to form the habits. Right. So I did that intentionally to try to stagger. So mm-hmm. I do have two days off. I have when, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday off. And that two-day period, that two-day off period, really um, crushes any of those feelings of like, I need to, I need to be plugged in because right. if you miss two mm-hmm. days worth of social media, like you're, you're so last year. Yeah. And so <laughs> every week could, I feel you that. You could potentially miss like a whole launch day of a podcast. Well, <laughs> you took off like a Tuesday. It's rough. Something. I'll still listen to your podcast though. <laughs> well, it's so funny because last, I think it was last week. So Tuesday's my off day. So mm-hmm. I'm done by Monday night. I come back on Instagram on Thursday and they had launched stories. And I texted my friend. I was like, what's going on what's on Instagram? <laughs> what are these little like, hours. Yeah. circles at the top? Yeah. So that happened. That's yeah. true, man. Yeah. A lot can happen. And everyone's just acting like it's second nature. There's like eight-year-olds that are like, yes. our family's at the pool. And you're like, how does this eight-year-old know this new Instagram thing? I have been enjoying the feature, but I did one story. It was good. It was good. It was, it was good. good. It was good. I think I thought I did one too. I was like, I don't think I'm doing it right. There's no text. Everyone's putting text on it. No, <laughs> am, I I to, am I supposed to automate it? Am I supposed to do like a, my own voiceover? <laughs> no, I tried a couple. My first were pretty terrible. This has been Shaylee learns how to story, and it ends up being a published story. Is it on? Is it? I'm oh, an author. Yeah. I'm, an <laughs> I'm an author. I'm an artist. Let's see. I'm an author. <sighs> Um, Okay, so then tell me more about this word you're using, our capacity Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. humans. I love that phrase. Yeah. Well, I stole it from someone who was much wiser than me, but it struck me as well. Um, And and she was um, using the word in the sense that she's a writer and, um, and uh, yeah, a writer, author, blogger. Um, is she? And for, so her name is Jen Wilkins. She writes oh. women's Bible studies Ooh. and is um, probably just kind of a mentor to We're me. We're just so, going to talk about her like she's our friend now, Jen. So you, Jen said. Jen said. And some of the stuff I'm talking about tonight has, has come from her. So, um, But when I first heard the word capacity used in this context, it was um, her talking to me regarding writing. So, Audrey, if you want to write... 
um, what I found for me is I can only consume so much information. So, so much, um, so many blog posts or so many real, and these are all really good articles. There are so many resources at our mm-hmm. fingertips informationally that we consume all this thinking that it's going to make us a better writer or a better artist or a better photographer, or you fill in the blank with whatever you do. But in the end, all that it does is it fills up our capacity so that when we sit down to write or we sit down to paint or we sit down to photograph or, or whatever, it, we, we have no creativity left. We have no space because creativity takes space. It takes time. It Ooh, takes, uh, <laughs> mm. but yeah, the if you use blank, has you, to be blank. It's got to be blank. You've got to have okay. some emptiness in there to produce anything worth producing. And when it's all filled up with someone else's very good thoughts or very good work, um, then you don't, you don't have the capacity. Your capacity is used up. Mm. So you're not gonna have any space. What's your brain doing right now, Katie? It's blowing up. Literally, Katie has a tear in her eye. I feel like almost more than any topic, I'm a, and I'm a multitasker, and I like to like mm-hmm. just be like, I have such, and I, I say high capacity, actually, strangely enough, I'm like, I have a really high capacity. I can do like 100 things at once. Mm-hmm. But what it turns into is this like stressed out little like <laughs> like ball of stress just running around yeah. like half doing 900 things, yeah. like checking Instagram and like posting in the middle of it and like responding to people. And they're like, I'm so stressed out. I didn't even get yeah. my work done. And I think this is so challenging. It's really challenging for me too. And that's mm-hmm. probably why I like talking about it. Cause each time I do, it's like, Oh, this probably needs to be checked in me mm-hmm. again. Cause it's out of whack. Yeah. Well, I just throw in a counter to that, which is, it seems challenging, but I don't know if you can weigh in on this, mm-hmm. but like you've it, done it. It before. takes me like, I do it just all the time, but um, <laughs> it takes me or you just like, go off social media. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I started one year with, like, a, I called it a Lent, even though it's, like, mm-hmm. I'm not Catholic, but I was, like, 40 days, let's do it, um, and I think it was, like, day three, where I was, like, I don't care. I can breathe. I can breathe. I, like, better. don't, I, I don't care. I don't miss it. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. I'm not thinking about it, and actually, it's kind of nice to be yeah. off the grid, and it's kind of nice to, like miss out on things without the FOMO, the fear of missing out because you didn't know you missed it. <laughs> Whoa, it has FOMO. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so like, Blowing my you know, mind. you like have friends that go get coffee. If you don't know it ever happened, yeah. it, you didn't, don't care. it didn't even, it doesn't phase you one bit. At all. If you don't and see it, your perfect friend like Audrey with like her beautiful <laughs> baby like planting a garden while her husband like strums the guitar. <laughs> He's singing his lullaby With their the like chicken eggs. Doesn't happen by the way. You're not like... Feeling like you're not planting a garden, or you know, taking it out on your husband for never learning the guitar. You don't serenade me while we're planting the garden. Um, So just to kind of take you through my journey a little bit, um, I started with like a 40 day fast, and then when it ended, it like ended like I went from zero back to 100 Mm -hmm. again. And so then it would just always be these little gut checks. And my my primary motivation was just that I consider it a time black hole. So it's like. I, at the end of my day, I, c- I couldn't even tell you where the hours <laughs> yeah. went it, exactly. And I just know that I didn't have enough hours. But then it's like, when you think about it on paper, there's really plenty of hours here yeah. to get what I had done. So where did it go? And then you're like, well, I, you know, I was in conversation in comments with some stranger for like an hour of it, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just like the conversation starts and you kind of keep going. And anyway, and what did that really do? First of all, from a business standpoint, Did a sale result from the end of that? No. They're in New Jersey, so they're not going to come do a portrait session in Missouri because we talked about the whole 30. (laughs) They might. This is a really good place to travel to, folks. Right. They're listening like, Um, hey. (laughs) But, you know, and so then it's like, well, but I I helped them because we talked about the whole 30. Well, you know what? The whole 30.com can talk to them about that, too. Like, it doesn't, it's not your role to be everybody's diet mentor, even though it's fun. Um, but you know, it's, you kind of have to like set the limit. Like I'm saying yes to this stranger who, which feels right in the moment, but I'm saying no to my children that I'm ignoring in this moment, um, or to this work that's suddenly piling up or this editing that I let slack or whatever. So at first it was just a time black hole, but then I'd say like the more soul spiritual side of it is like, (laughs) like there's a little bit of a comparison, um, thing that starts happening where you're like, my wall 
girls are kind of white, but they're not really <laughs> white. Man. You are so off-trend self. <laughs> they're like dirt. creamy. They're just a little creamy, but like, man, her balls are really white. Let me see if I can up my contrast more. <laughs> now nah, we're going to have to paint these walls. We're going to have to paint these walls for Instagram. <laughs> Like, that's a little insane. Okay, maybe it's time to log off again. So I would, like, anytime I start to feel the crazy coming back, mm-hmm. like, Jared and I would say once, like, hey, let's just go ahead and, like, be really budget-wise this week and we won't make any purchases. Okay, sounds good. Like, other than, you know, the essentials. Then I'm, like, I'm on Instagram. Like, after a fast, <laughs> I'm back on Instagram. And I'm, like, drooling. I'm, like, oh, this would look so cute if I put the girls in it. Like, these two little vintage outfits look so cute. I actually have some cash in my wallet. I mean, they're only eighty dollars yeah. a piece. <laughs> no, like even thrifted. I'm like, I actually have like twelve dollars in my wallet. So like, Jerry wouldn't really know. Oh, that's the crazy. The crazy came back. Log off. Literally, if I feel the crazy come back, I delete the app immediately. It's so like, good that you can it. recognize it. That's though. it. Well, now I can. Now, yeah, I have probably... the outfits in my hands for twelve dollars, <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, don't know if I feel good about that, but it's like too late. You can feel it coming before. Oh, like you, you're home with the outfits is what you're right, saying? Right, like they've been oh, shipped. Oh, they've already been they've shipped. Been shipped <laughs> to they've me. been shipped from oh, Australia. I'm in a thrift store in my mind. Like, yes, you know, and you know where I bought those and they were shipped to me? Instagram. 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 Vintage baby sales. Yeah, so my babies. my challenge <laughs> is to any listener, it, it mm. seems like a big deal <clears throat> until you do it and then I assure you it is actually not. So it's almost like the three nights we were talking about it's like, like sleep, baby training. sleep training. It's like well, mommy Instagram let's training. Let's talk about all the <laughs> all the topics. It only takes three um, days. What did I say? Ten days into the whole thirty, or you know, even yeah, it ten days. Three days into it sleep gets training. Easy of it's whole like thirty. It's mm-hmm. not. Don't think of the whole thing. Just try it for a few days, and you're weirdly not going to care about it anymore. But but here's my challenge: if you are feeling like, let's say you're a photographer, if you're feeling all of a sudden like your photos aren't good enough and you have nothing to offer, log off Instagram for a week. If you're feeling like your marriage has become stale and maybe you didn't marry the right person because of X, Y, and Z, log off Instagram. Yeah, are you sitting by each other all night and not if talking to you both on Instagram? If you're mm-hmm. feeling, or even just looking at other marriages, that's my uh-huh. my, my uh, Achilles heel is like, they go and berry pick. We don't do anything. They have a scavenger hunt date? <laughs> they have a scavenger hunt date? Log off of Instagram for a week, see what it does to your marriage. If you're feeling like you suddenly don't have enough time to run your business, log off Instagram for a week. If you're feeling like your budget is too tight mm. and you can't quite pinpoint why, maybe it's because you keep buying freaking plants and you don't need them. Log <laughs> off Instagram a for a week. To put in that little vignette you're about to take a picture. Because you won't buy the succulent if you're not on Instagram. I'm not kidding. Yeah, you, you simply won't it. do it. Because mm-hmm. nobody so will see it. If it's any of those things are, yeah. are creeping up on you, just try it one week. One week. Try one week. Empty your capacity. Or even, dare I say, or am I just trying to find a loophole for myself? (laughs) Even in the evening. (laughs) Nope, it needs to be a day. Even like in the evening of just like when you're on the couch, like filling your mind with television. See, I don't think you'll get to the goods yet. Uh -uh, I think you have to spend a couple days. You have to start breaking those habits Uh, where I'm not just pulling it open because that's what my thumb does. Can I say? Shaylee's like, maybe even for an hour. Okay, we all agree. Like, start with an hour. Since we've been in the podcast. That's you're good. doing Only really. Once. You're doing really well. You're doing really good. You're sweating a lot. I'm sweating <laughs> profusely. I do think though, I've never gone off Instagram. Let's take an Instagram break right now. Ever. Let's just take a moment in silence for Shaylee's Instagram over the next several days. <laughs> Thank you for that. I, did you do you feel better already? No, I feel terrible. It'll get something I feel dying. terrible. You're taking my crack away. Um, but I'll weigh in on the days of the week just for fun. Yeah, I can wrap this up. Yeah, well, what do you, well, what do you do on the okay. rest of the week? So, when I went back on, I decided um, I'm going to do one day of the week. And for whatever reason, I got it in my head that I'm going to do Social Media Mondays. I even announced it on my Instagram. I'm only on here on Mondays. It's Social Media Mondays. I might have had a hashtag. I don't know. That's embarrassing if it did. But No, um, hashtag it. <laughs> hashtag Social Media Mondays. Hashtag And I... I think I picked Monday because I knew we would do fun stuff over the weekend that I probably want to share. And so, therefore, it's like, Monday's my fun right. little end of the weekend, and then it'll be great. Um, but this is going to be kind of sound a little woo-woo. That's I okay. I don't really, Let's get crazy. I'm a little woo-woo. But, um, okay, so you probably all have heard the concept of tithing, mm-hmm. which is you give your first 10% of your money. First. Not everyone's heard. First. The first. Oh, the first okay, 10%. right, right. 
And then, miraculously, even if you don't think you have enough money for the rest of your budget... It stretches. It stretches or multiplies or whatever, and it's this magical thing. Okay. I have found... And again, you can call me crazy, I don't even care! Because it's like, really actually keeps happening. If you will give your first 10% of your time... Not to social media. But like, you know, mm-hmm. then... Like, your quiet time in the morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then your time suddenly multiplies and you have it it's like it's like if you're investing it in the goodness i'm feeling really jo- i feel like you guys so got I, together and you're doing this so shaylee like we're talking to you shaylee we've never said your name once you keep thinking we're talking to you. <laughs> my morning's a hot mess of like baby and like everything but all I, i'm saying is I what i was it under control <laughs> what i was doing with my social media mondays mm. i felt like i was almost tithing my first 10 percent of my week whatever the math equation was into social media <laughs> and i was still feeling like it wasn't enough of the rest of the week. So then I switched it to Fridays and it was a game changer because mm. by the end of the week, I've done all the goods. I've done all the good stuff. I've done all the priorities in my oh, treat. Okay. It's kind of like you can go out with your friends once you clean your room. It's like you can have social media on Fridays once, once you've, you've done, done what your, you need to do. Done your stuff. Um, done your real life stuff. And yeah. weirdly, I would like Be get important. it done faster somehow or it was like, well, wow, wow. Or the craziest of all is I would forget to get on on Fridays because I don't care anymore. You don't care. I found that happens a lot, and you're like, oh wow. Oh look, is, I skipped Friday again. Rounded. And I told Shaylee that once, and she goes, "Well, that sounds like you really broke the habit. In fact, it sounds like you're so good at it, you could probably just come back every day." <laughs> you should probably just get back on here and keep me company with needless conversation, the- even though we see each other all the time. Jump on the bandwagon. Sometimes. You're like the devil on the shoulder. I am. Come back. So Audrey just called me the devil. We're just gonna leave Shaley. with that. You're uh, my best, you're my best just friend. Uh, Audrey has identified Shaylee as, as the Diablo. devil, El Diablo. Um, Katie and I have had a Facebook conversation simultaneously while having a group text conversation <laughs> while simultaneously having a text conversation. Yeah, like while I'm driving to her house. I think that's you good. And there's like she tag tag. I'm like, oh, she tagged me on Instagram too. I don't know how she did that. How many phones do you have? <laughs> seven. <laughs> She's a great multitasker. I have seven. I'm a great multitasker. Yeah. Kind of. I'm not really, and I'm in the moment of figuring out how to work and be a mom mm-hmm. at home, 100% of both things, and I feel like throwing, like, social media in at 100% of the time. Right. Filling up every teeny tiny gap. Right. No wasted moment. Probably isn't helping. Yeah, no wasted moment. Or is it? Yeah. Every wasted yeah. moment. Every wasted moment, exactly. Or scanning. Well, on the time thing, y'all want to hear Kind of a we do. We want to hear crazy that. stat. Yeah. Okay. Do we have time for it? Yeah. All the time. We have time now because we're not. We have so much time. We have so much time. We haven't checked Instagram once since we started recording. <laughs> no. Well, this and this this uh, statistic um, comes from Jen, the lady that I talked about earlier. But um, I heard it from her last year, and it just has stuck with me because it's really <laughs> frightening. But. Um, on average, and this is a pretty conservative estimation, that our children um, spend at least at the minimum about four and a half hours a day on for screen time. And mm-hmm. I would say that probably is about the same for adults as well. Maybe mm-hmm. we do more. I don't know. <laughs> but advances in modern medicine in the last hundred years have made our lifespans jump from um, 51 years to 78 years. So that's a really impressive jump of 27 years extra that we have of life to live on mm-hmm. average. Um, so pause here and look, let's look back at some of the old church fathers and the men of old who we would consider, okay, they've done they've done a lot. Right. Um, John Calvin wrote the Institutes of the Christian Religion at age 26 Oof. and was dead by age 55. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, <laughs> yeah, very efficient. Jonathan Edwards, who we know is the father of the Great Awakening, he pastored his first first church at age 17 and was dead by age 54. Charles Spurgeon, one of the great theologians of our time, I guess before our time, became a pastor at age 19 and was dead by age 57. So think what these men might have accomplished oh. if they were given 27 more years of life. The really staggering thing about this is if you take a child who starts having four and a half hours of screen time a day at age four, and you multiply that by their entire lifespan, which now has increased to age 78, 
guess how much time oh, he no. will have spent I I like on years? social media I'm and so screen scared. time. I don't know. 20, 27 years. Oh my gosh. How did you guess that so fast? Well, because that's the our lifespan. I'm like, we're wasting the extra life on oh. screen time. We're, we're literally wasting the extra life that the Lord has given through advances in medicine oh on screen time. And you thought I was just like a genius. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I kind of feel stupid when I was foreshadowing. And, and what are the odds that that's we crazy. and our children will be penning volumes of theology and writing Christian <laughs> institutes and having these kind of in-depth thoughts that take space, they take time, they're oh. not instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Like we are generations of instant gratification. I I want to do things and cultivate things that are going to get me that instant gratification. Well, the really good work, right. like these men are doing, and and you could list so many other. Yeah, anyone. Yeah, from a hundred, two hundred, three hundred. 500 years ago, their life work, it, some of it was a life work. You know, Michelangelo, who we mentioned earlier, like his yeah. his work was years and years and years and years and years of time. It wasn't this, let me do some, like a watercolor thing real fast that I know will get me some affirmation on Instagram and post it. It was, let me be patient because I can't get instant gratification. Yeah, and no one can even see it unless no they like can travel to this one place yeah. and see it. Mm. So it's, yeah, I think it's just really... That's a devastating statistic, but also yeah. really sobering that we have re- we have been given all these extra years. I think we're going to um, have to be standing in account for them one day and say, "Well, I got on Instagram a lot in my 27 extra years, but I, I don't should. want that. Yeah, I no, don't want to be that person. That's really good. But I found myself being that person. Yeah. How do you do screen time do you count screen time you don't count that like working on a computer no for, like, yeah work. no I don't count that it okay. would be more I was like, like I spend I'm gonna spend 80 years of right. <laughs> on screen time no I mean okay. if your job is in front of a computer right, I wouldn't right. count that but more of like the entertaining side of so reading news articles or scrolling our blogs, social media feeds TV. or yeah blogs tv movies like anything like that that's not work but yeah, I was so, feeling good about myself. Like Opal barely ever is around a TV, and Opal, and you're like starting at age four, and I'm like, girl, wait, four, <laughs> three more years of no screen time before I'm even still the statistic. I know <laughs> mm, that is challenging. It's just, yeah, and I think so. We have to give our children the gift of an uncluttered mind, and and so I mean that's a whole nother discussion, which I'm mm-hmm. learning as a new parent, mm-hmm. um, and I don't have the answers to that. But just with that in mind, like these kids are gonna be even more adept at social media and screens than we are. And we know what we're doing around a computer, but they're going to be even better and their whole lives are going to be inundated by it. So Mm -hmm. really doing the work of helping them set up healthy habits as a four-year-old, as a two-year-old, as an elementary school age kid, it's probably going to be really important. So they don't waste those 27 years. And even if they're not on social media, I found there have been a couple times for me as the mom I know, and it's been hard because I would I would time when I nurse her on an app, and I don't need to be doing that. She's getting plenty of food, but I just would like like to know. Mm-hmm. And so then I have my phone right there, and then I'll set her down when she's done, and be like play the book, Sopal, and then like I like get on social media or whatever, and then she'll be just over there like toddling around, playing by herself, and I'm like dun, 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 like answering emails or whatever right. I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm sitting over here on my phone while, like, her childhood's leaving me. <laughs> right. And, like, I'm with her a lot, but it's even taken intentionality to be, like, I'm putting my phone away yeah. and I'm going to go play with my child. And just the thought of, like, that kid's going to be competing with technology for, like, the parent's attention, mm-hmm. even if the child's not allowed to be on technology. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's, it's difficult, but I'm trying to start by not letting Flora see me on my phone all the time. So I, if I'm I, I to do something, that, yeah. Like, Ugh. Ooh, it is it's hard because, never seen me not on. well, you have to like break the habit, which is yeah. hard, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to just to limit what she even sees. Cause if she sees me on my device all the time, that's what she's going to want because right. that's what mommy's doing. That must be important and fun. So we're, yeah, we're trying to learn the balance of that. <laughs> and she's, 15 months old. So we've right. got some, some stuff to learn, but I don't know. It's, it's our mm-hmm. desire to, yeah. to start. I'd say that. too, just, just for a fun little challenge. Um, I think about how I want like my kids to describe the mm-hmm. memory of mom, you know? And so obviously back in the day, this wasn't even an issue. It wasn't even temptation. So yeah. I picture, you know, you can get really romantic with it. And I think all kids are probably generous with their description of their mom anyway. But you can picture like, you know, when I picture my childhood, my mom, you know, she was always whatever, 
she made the best apple pie or whatever. You get really cute <laughs> with it. But I think about it, and if I was going to be really honest, like, what do you – picture your mom in your childhood. What do you see her doing? Mm, she was always on her phone. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's feeling really convicting because I want that story to be beautiful, and I want it to mm-hmm. be romantic or romanticized in, in a cute memory. And so this is kind of silly, but I really am a reader, and – I was doing a lot of reading on my phone and I was like, but that's not the vision I have. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I want them to know the difference between mm-hmm. when mom's reading a book and when she's just like on her browsing phone. browsing and I think it's legitimate. she can't tell a difference. So I really, like, I even though it's um, the same more thing. cost and it's the same thing, I've gone back to actual books. Because no, I, I think, think there's something paints, to it. It paints a, a prettier picture in their memory mm-hmm. of, like, she's not just trashing and I have to be more accountable too because I can't just exit out of the Kindle app and go over to whatever yeah but um I don't know I, I picture mom and in her free time she had books you know yeah. my mom was always reading yeah she was so literate but that will I think it will spark their interest in yeah. books and, and they're reading supposed to be reading right yeah. right right that's so good. anyway mm, that's good and the paper industry says amen amen <laughs> thank you paper's not dead so that'll be another little challenge um my first challenge is to take a week off and see what happens a week? Can we do? Okay, <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I'm, I. Hmm. The addicts need to start. I could do a week, but should I start with like a day? I think you should start with a week because mm, hey, okay. we're recording on a Tuesday. Don't do this. And we'll people let... are gonna see me liking things. <laughs> well, not accountability. Rule follow over here. I'm giving you a rule. Oh, I know. Um. <laughs> That's why I know that I'll be so like. You'll take it. <sighs> but here's the thing. We only um, release a podcast every week, so there's really no reason to promote it in between for oh. one week. It'll be fine. And are you selling anything else? Nope. We're making millions. <laughs> oh, my God. You should see how much crocheting paid us for this episode. Man. They're just like... They're rich mugs, too. You can't Mr. see what crocheting <laughs> right now, but I'm doing the dollar bill fan. Woo! It's just fan in this dollar They're actually bill. paying us in yarn. Which yeah, is so expensive. Yarn. We get one you, wool. Yeah. It's skein. Like, it's it's skein. like New Zealand wool, like the unwoven kind. Yeah. Alpaca, merino. Yeah, yeah. It's the yes. kind they use in Baldwin jeans. Mm. That's a callback oh, for anyone call who's back. listening to I remember Baldwin. that. Baldwin, call um, us. Okay, so <laughs> one week off social media and see how it goes, and then so, wait, we can wait. talk about it afterwards. So next Tuesday I can get back on. Yeah. So it's technically like six days off. This is a problem. Uh, I don't think you're even going to care six days from now, but sure. Six days. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, <laughs> you, you probably won't care. I'm sweaty. You might care a little bit. And I always then, say I'm sweaty. I'm not just a big hot sweaty mess all the time. Just no, she looks really just right cute now. tonight. Mm, she dressed Audrey, up for me. Go fancy. Um, and then my second challenge, too, D-F-F. is just ask yourself the question, when my kids are older and they say, my memory of mom is mm-hmm. fill in the blank. Just take a second and like journal or think through what you Ooh. want that memory to be of. When, and if when I think of mom, she was always curating our house so that she could take a picture of it. <laughs> Don't touch my vignette! <laughs> I know. Oh crap. You broke the succulent pot! <laughs> Go to timeout! That's terrible. Oh, I will say too, for me it's just more of a I feel like a state of my brain. Because opal. You're right, then place. you don't need to, Shaylee. I'm what? just kidding. <laughs> just Leave me alone. No, no, no. I mean in a bad way. Um, I'm what's your slide. What's your brain state? Totally my brain state is full. My capacity is full. And I feel like any, I have like a fear of like sitting without like entertaining my brain 100% of the time, which is terrible. But the thought of just like sitting like, I think a few times like when I'm driving, I like won't turn on the radio and I'm like. Oh, this is nice. This is awful. Yeah, well, and it takes know, like two like, minutes to get awkward. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm awkward with myself and my thoughts. This would be really good, good for you then, because it this it will, will train you on how to be but still. But you can't just text me. This is great, guys. <laughs> you this can't just great. text me instead of going. Hey, Katie. <laughs> I'm like texting you pictures of, like my house. That's like happened styled. to me before, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. I think okay. you can do it. Thank you so much Thank you. for being here. I feel like yeah, I want to ask you a hundred other questions, but maybe pleasure. we'll just have We to have, have just you back. enough time for two rapid fire questions. First is what's one trick for staying on task? Oh, you are asking the wrong person. Okay. And two is your <laughs> most Well, your, oh wait, wait, I have oh, one. I have oh, one. Log okay. on. Um, okay. have a child and then put them down for a nap. Yes. You'll get oh! so much done. Audrey for the win. It's like a nine-month plan. Yeah, yeah, you really, you know, have a child uh, first, and go then through your labor most and delivery. Frequently used emoji. Ooh, uh, I've been using the. Uh, oh, how do you describe this? 
It's okay. You know the laugh while you cry face. Yeah. Okay, the one without the tears. Yeah, I've been like using the, that a lot too. Yeah, because sometimes you don't need the tears. You it's not that hysterically it's funny. It's not that hysterical. Oh, oh. You just, I like that too. Oh. Yeah, it's I'm hysterically laughing, but not you're like to I'm tears. almost but to not tears, to tears, but let's not exaggerate. Yeah, that's very good. Okay, that's a good it's one. more specific. And um. Well, before we do the last segment, Audrey said she's going to do a giveaway for us. Yes. For any of our listeners for the SK How I Listen, we've been doing this for a few weeks now. Longer than that, maybe. Yeah. Um, so Audrey is starting a bonnet company for babies ages zero to four. Yeah, probably four years. Okay, zero to four years. They're adorable and crocheted. If you find her on Instagram on her Monday slash other days, <laughs> she's available. So she's on there all the time. You can browse her stuff all the time. Seven days. I just might not get back to you. She if you comment to to on you. Tuesday, Wednesday, or great, Friday, great or Sunday. I still love you. <laughs> but I don't care about the great aunt. <laughs> You're going to no. have to wait. Um, so anyway, she's going to give away a bonnet okay. to one of our listeners. Love it. Very so, generous of you. post a picture of you <laughs> listening to the podcast or doing various other activities. I was about to say, post a picture of you, you on your social media. Not, <laughs> not on Instagram. <laughs> you can do that. Mail us Show us a photo. <laughs> Fax no, no, no. it at. Post a picture of what you did instead of got on social media. Oh, getting on social good. media. Once and then get on. on social media and post it. Do that, and then tag at Shaylee and Katie. Yeah. Because sometimes the hashtags are weird, or different people are private, and I can't see them, so that's why we ask you to tag us. Tag at Shaylee and Katie, and then hashtag Shaylee and Katie and SK How I Listen. Yep. And we will choose a winner, and it's going to be awesome. For a pixie herd bonnet. For a pixie herd baby bonnet. Okay, and now we are just in time for our segment. Yeah. Okay. Should I be nervous? You should be very nervous. nervous. Mm. It's going to be very intense. I'm sweating. The name of this segment is called Chicken Chicken Name Name Game. Game. We want you to name your chickens in 10 seconds. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to get a time. All of your chickens. All of them. Deceased and living. Oh, then. You don't have to do that if you're (laughs) There are so many that have died. We'll do living. Okay. We're going to see if you can do it in 10 seconds. And go. Start. Mod. That's it. Mod? The rest are nameless. They die too fast. We don't <gasps> we don't name them anymore. That's the only chicken you have? She is the first one that Sam bought me for our anniversary three um. years ago. She has outlasted a cat fight <laughs> where she was the meal. Um, but she's the, like one of the smallest and she's the, the top of the pecking order. So she's the only one with a name. Is that All a the real rest? term? Pecking order? Top yes. Pecking order? Yes. And every time you introduce... <laughs> Don't get her started on chicken. Guys. <laughs> every time you introduce a new hen, they have to go head to head with the hen that's at the top of the pecking order and they have to reestablish who it is. But Maud has been on top for <laughs> three top. years now. So Maud, yeah, I can easily do that. I wow. thought you said Bob Ross or something. Bob Ross died and I cried, wept. In we the middle like, of the night, we because had a whole I conversation heard... and said, "Does she name her chickens?" I was like, "Yeah." Someone said, "Bob Ross died." She names them. Nope. Bob Ross was a little. Take <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gosh, guys, can't believe you brought Bob into this. I'm sorry. It was a little silky, and we named him Bob Ross, but it was really a girl. And then he, she, got eaten in the middle of the night, right underneath my bed, because oh. we have a pier and beam house. So I heard the cat eat Bob Ross, oh my and gosh. I started crying. And like banging my fist against the wall and like distraught, and Sam, Sam had this moment of, oh my goodness, we have to get rid of all our chickens. <laughs> this is take it. this is a very, yeah, a bad response to oh something gosh. that's not that bad. But in my heart, it was bad. You know, so since then, we haven't named. You haven't named them, okay, because yeah. of the emotional connection. Yes, uh, you're just like Audrey Hepburn in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Long live Maud. <laughs> Jink. To, to Maud. To Maud. Thanks for being here, Audrey. Thanks for having me, girls. Where can they find you on Instagram? What's your name? It is at Audrey DeFord. And we'll tag you in the show notes. Tag me. We are the stewards of that capacity, and we can make decisions. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta warm up. Thank you for listening to Shaylee and Katie the podcast. You can find us on Facebook or on Instagram at Shaylee and Katie. And if you want to be our best friend, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Those are greatly appreciated. Seriously. Seriously. Are you being serious?